You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. I want you to experience the expansive love that you hope exists. Romantic love is at once familiar and complex. It has been seen and described in infinite ways across time and cultures. Psychologist Tim Lomas, a lecturer in the Human Flourishing Program at Harvard University, analyzed 50 languages and identified 14 unique kinds of love. The ancient Greeks said there were seven basic types. Eros, which is sexual or passionate love, philia, or friendship, storge, or familial love, agape, which is universal love, ludus, which is casual or non-committal love, pragma, which is based on duty or other interests, and philotia, which is self-love. An analysis of Chinese literature from 500 to 3,000 years old reveals many forms of love, from passionate and obsessive love to devoted love to casual love. In the Tamil language, there are more than 50 words for various kinds and nuances of love, such as love as grace, love within a fulfilling relationship, and a melting inside due to a feeling of love. In Japanese, the term koi no yokan describes the sensation of meeting someone new and feeling that you're destined to fall in love with them. And koku haku describes a declaration of loving commitment. In India's Boro language, ansra describes the knowledge that a relationship will fade. Our own culture describes love in numerous ways. If we look at the Billboard Top 50 Love Songs of All Time, we are told that love is a second-hand emotion, Tina Turner. Love is a roller coaster, Ohio Players. Love is a hangover, Diana Ross. Love is a crazy little thing, Queen. Love's got Beyonce looking so crazy right now, and Leona Lewis keeps bleeding love. Movies idealize love but we rarely find out what happens after Happily Ever After. With so many perspectives and portraits and parables of love surrounding us every day, I want this book to help you create your own definition of love and develop the skills to practice and enjoy that love every day. When I was 21 years old, I skipped my college graduation to join an ashram in a village near Mumbai. I spent three years there as a Hindu monk, meditating, studying ancient scriptures, and volunteering alongside my fellow monks. The oldest Hindu scriptures we studied are called the Vedas. They were written on palm leaves in Sanskrit more than 5,000 years ago. Most of the palm leaves no longer exist, but the texts have survived. Some of them are even online. Their presence and relevance in the modern world always amaze and inspire me. I've been studying the Vedas for 16 years now, and for the three years I lived as a monk, I studied them deeply. When I saw the practical and accessible wisdom hidden within them, I started sharing these messages and insights with people around the world through podcasts, books, and videos. A big part of my work today is coaching individuals and couples 
and training others to do the same. This work has allowed me to certify more than 2,000 coaches, all of whom use a curriculum I developed that is rooted in Vedic principles. I've used wisdom from the Vedas to form the concepts in this book. I turn to the Vedas because these ancient scribes speak of love in ways I hadn't heard before. What they say is simple and accessible, an old lens that offers a new perspective. The Vedas introduced me to the fundamental ideas that love has stages, that love is a process, and that we all desire to love and be loved. As I worked with individuals and couples on their relationships and transitions into and out of love, I saw that the validity of these concepts stands the test of real-life settings. Then, in comments on my videos and responses to my podcast, I saw and heard people struggling with the same recurring patterns in their relationships, many of them issues that I had successfully addressed with my clients using Vedic concepts. I wrote this